0: The top five at five. Two fatalities in Sunday afternoons, three-alarm fire in Canarsie, Brooklyn. One firefighter and a second person. Two top-ranking officials hold an early morning press conference following their meeting in Kiev with Ukrainian President Zelensky as they promised to reopen the U.S. embassy. Russia's reportedly lost over 21,000 military personnel since the start of its invasion of Ukraine. Now in its third month... Republican Senator Ron Johnson blasts the Biden administration's plans to lift Title 42 in the Cats Roundtable right here on 77 WABC. We have his comments coming up. France has a new president. Emmanuel Macron has won a second term, although his margin of victory has narrowed. New York City has lost one of its bravest. 31-year-old Timothy Klein died Sunday while battling a house fire on Avenue N in Canarsie, Brooklyn. Investigators discovered a second fire victim Sunday night. Klein was with three other firefighters. The fire was actually out when the ceiling suddenly collapsed with Klein becoming trapped. Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams on the tragedy. We pray for him and his family and for the city. A great loss. Timothy lost his life doing the job that we ask of him every day and his fellow colleagues. The fire went to a third alarm. More than 100 firefighters battled the fire. At least five others were hurt. Klein is the 1,000th, 157th member of the FDNY to die in the line of duty. He was a member of Ladder 170 and a a six-and-a-half-year veteran of the force. Klein of Queens is survived by his father, retired FDNY firefighter Patrick Klein, his mother and three sisters. U.S. officials visit Kiev. Of course, the Ukrainian capital, Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin met with Ukrainian President Zelensky Sunday, marking the highest U.S. delegation to visit war-torn Ukraine since the start of the February 24th invasion. They pledged to return an embassy to Ukraine and increase military presence for the country, with Russia's war moving east and south. U.S. diplomats will return to Lviv and then eventually Kiev. Earlier this morning, Blinken and Austin gave a press briefing about their meeting with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We had an opportunity to demonstrate directly our strong support, our strong ongoing support for the Ukrainian government uh, and for the Ukrainian people. Um, This was, in our judgment, an important moment uh, to be there, uh, an important moment for for Ukraine, uh, for the war, uh, an important moment to have... Face to face conversations in detail. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden today is expected to nominate Bridget Brink, the current ambassador to Slovakia, as Ukraine's ambassador. Russia has lost over 21,000 military personnel as the war on Ukraine enters its third month. As of today, the statistics are published by the Ukrainian Land Forces. The land forces have also dealt massive damage to Russia's military expert. Tom Nichols spoke to MSNBC. I don't know about the collapse of the Russian state, but it could be the collapse of the Putin regime. Um, No Russian leader has done this much damage to Russia in so short a time. Ukrainians destroyed 873 Russian tanks, 2,238 armored vehicles, 179 planes, 154 helicopters, and 408 artillery systems. Russian forces withdrew from the capital of Kiev due to heavy opposition, refocusing their efforts on the eastern Donbass region. Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin in a 77 WABC exclusive interview during the Cats Roundtable accused President Biden of creating a disaster by throwing open the U.S.-Mexico border. Senator Johnson furthermore claims the Biden administration policies are aiding human traffickers. Here's Senator Johnson on the Cats Roundtable with 77 WABC owner John Katsimatidis. We had a testimony in our hearing that uh, talked about people selling children for $84 to form a family unit. But that is what This administration is allowing to happen. He also accused Biden of creating a disaster by throwing open the U.S.-Mexico border. Senator Johnson furthermore claims the Biden administration policies are aiding those human traffickers, ripping the administration for the planned lifting of Title 42 on May 23rd, the Trump-era policy allowing for the expulsion of over 2 million immigrants from the U.S. due to COVID-19 during the Trump era. French President Emmanuel Macron has won re-election to another term. Macron defeated Marine Le Pen, his far-right challenger, by promising stability over extremism. Macron won a second term with 58.5% of vote compared to Le Pen's 41.5%. Macron spoke to a crowd right in front of the Eiffel Tower, calling his victory symbolic of a more independent France and a stronger Europe.
1: Every one of us
0: will have a responsibility Every one of us will need to get involved because C'est each one of us is worth more than our individual selves. That's what makes the French people que themselves. themselves. Que we are a unique force. force. Despite the victory, Macron's win was narrower than in 2017 when he was first elected. And that's when he won with a 66.1 percent margin compared to 33.9 percent for Le Pen. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.